Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Hearthsinger Tales. We are con... I almost said concluding our game. Everyone, we're done. Wow. Goodbye. <laughs> we are continuing our incredible tale when last we saw our heroes. They had decided to come and explore the Court of Influence in search of greater understanding of their circumstances, looking for a way to heal the potentially broken court slash courts maybe within the Feywild and discover who that BBEG truly is. Will we ever know? Who could say? It's Brock. <laughs> it's Brock. The end. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. But here in the Court of Influence, you have found disarray. The librarians are nowhere to be found. You've seen traces of blood and combat. And just now, coming into this hallway that is the entry point from the transportation, teleportation sort of hub of this court, you have heard a voice in growling infernal say that it is hungry and it is thankful that it has come upon you. And with that, I'll ask you all to roll for initiative. Well, <laughs> speaking of everything being terrifying, my initiative roll is zero. So we doing good. Endo, what'd you get? Seven. Seven. I'm so good at this. Daria. 16. And Pan. 21. Wow. Damn. Hey, uh, for no reason in particular, have I attuned to this wand that was handed to me? It doesn't require attunement. You can use it. Oh. It's usable. It's ready. It's there for you. It wants to be used. Cool. Does anybody else need any magic weapons or anything? I mean, if you're giving them out, yeah, that would be great. I mean, we'll take more. <laughs> Not new ones. God damn it. You give this group an inch and they take a magic weapon. <laughs> All right, well, that's initiative. I'm going to go ahead and say that, just remember, Brock, that you are holding currently Chad. Oh, it's okay. I've got a plan for him. Great. Yeet. Just fucking throw him into a wall and yeet. <laughs> well, that brings us around to the top of the round with Pandora, followed by Daria. The voice is coming down from, like, down the hall. Down the hallway. You cannot see them yet. Sweet, 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 sweet. So... Pandora kind of whirls around, squaring up against this thing. And, and it is kind of apparent that she still is very much winded. What I will do is grab my staff, kind of plant it in front of me. And then you just see me whisper to it as I let go. And it stands there for a second before melting sort of down to the ground and forming a, oh, I don't know, giant constrictor snake. Whoa! <laughs> So then it's just going to go up ahead. Mm -hmm. The staff hits the ground and begins to writhe, scales carving themselves into the wood and then growing across the great girth of the snake as it almost fills the hall. The head cranes back looking towards the party and winks at you expectantly. I give it a smile and pull my sickle. Daria, it is your turn. What does this thing look like? At this point, you all either have dark vision or have been granted dark vision through eyes of night by your faithful cleric companion. Even with that, it is hard to make out through the twisting organic shape of the hallway. But you know that this thing is about 
60 feet away. I legit thought you were about to say 60 feet tall, and I was like, nope, we're dead. We're super <laughs> dead. 60 feet tall, baby. <laughs> um, okay, and before I get to the good stuff, I do want to mention to everyone that the hall you're standing in is about 20 feet wide. Daria, a hunger rouses in your blood to know more, to understand what the true nature of this creature, beast, fiend, whatever it is, is. But there is some kind of magic obfuscating your view. There's the distance, and even though you can see through the dark, you note some kind of rippling magic. A barrier, perhaps, an illusion of some kind, but it moves and phases and makes you question what you're seeing because you can't exactly make out a particular figure. Daria is going to take a few very casual steps forward and in Infernal, she's just going to whisper, I know something you don't know. I would like to cast my dissonant whispers. Sexy and concerning dissonant whispers. <laughs> <laughs> Sexy and concerning. That is Daria's, like, you know, byline. Yeah. I told you, it's the most Daria spell. You need to make a wisdom save. That is a big fat failure. <laughs> Sweet. On a failed save, it's going to take 3d6 psychic damage and must immediately use its reaction, if available, to move as far as its speed allows away from me. Okay. Which means that it's going to take 10 psychic damage. You hear that infernal... <laughs> this time it is tinged with fear as your voice echoes, echoes, echoes down the hall towards it. And you hear the footsteps of four sort of clawed paws scraping as this thing goes running down the hallway. Bonus action. I'm going to pull my rapier and again sort of slash across my palm in doing so. And is Daria behind or in front of my huge animal? She would have walked as close as she could. So like if you're weird snake staff were covering up the entirety of this hallway she wouldn't have moved past it but she would have made it a point to get in front of everyone to be really creepy and whispery am i just basically like <laughs> plugging the entrance is it not <laughs> your snake is a huge creature in this hallway, I believe huge creatures are 15 feet across. So there's still five feet where any medium uh, or otherwise less, <laughs> less than medium sized creatures could fit by. The scrabbling of these clawed paws disappears down the hallway. You can only hear your breaths. You're trying to peek around the side of that constrictor snake. And then you hear, <laughs> much smaller feet running back in your direction and from the darkness you begin to make out this like lime green goblin face looking terrified over its shoulder as it runs towards you did you see it did it did it get me there's a snap 
of fingers from the goblin and a flash of red light, and he breathlessly appears next to you, having dimension doored next to the party. He clutches at his robes, terrified, and looks up at you. Oh my god! Inside the fuck out of that. You can inside check on your turn. I will absolutely snag this goblin by the collar <laughs> to prevent it from continuing its sprint. What is it? It, 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 it? We've been attacked by a bunch of fiends! They're all over the place! And how are you still alive? With the magic and the, and the hi-ya! And the yee That's how I do it! It's Chad's turn, and Chad's in a pocket. You notice that uh, Chad is sort of squinting at this person, trying to take the measure of him, but he seems unsure. That is when you hear... <laughs> and a green gas surges down the hallway, filling in corners and settling around you. And we'll find out what happens there soon. <laughs> it's Endo's turn. Would you like to start your turn by making a constitution saving throw? Do I have a choice? Uh, like, no, I, re I really don't feel like that, no. <laughs> uh, no, I would like you to make a constitution saving throw. Cool, 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 cool. I thought if we were just asking, maybe we were doing, yeah. you know, a, a super loosey-goosey version of this. Okay, 14. As this gas sort of fills the hallway around you, you cough and cover your mouth to clear your lungs. It doesn't quite get hold of you, and you have a sense that this stuff is or could be bad news. But you still have your turn, so by all means, take it. Okay, well, you know, there's a lot of things I can't do a lot about. So um, I'm going to, I'm going to do my Eyes of the Night ability. So I'm going to like, again, that photo negative for a second and then give everybody the ability for the extended dark vision. But I think I'm also going to ready in action. I am going to hold Sacred Flame. If I see uh, any aggressive looking entity emerge within range. So, so it doesn't look like another panicked researcher running for their life. <laughs> Amazing. I'll get up close to the snaker. I'll get up closer to the snake as well. The way that this is currently is that you have a giant constrictor snake taking up most of the hallway. Then there's sort of a channel of five feet that you guys can move up and down. And then uh, the 20 feet like across behind the snake as well to rearrange yourself. And standing next to the snake in Daria's grasp is the goblin. Brock, tell me more. Brock scoops into his pocket to retrieve Lord Chadimus Dutok III. And given that I presume Mordecai is still here with us. Yeah, Mordecai's like behind you guys, yeah. He is going to gently lower Chad onto Mordecai and kneel down so his, his face is up close next to Mordecai's. Boy, things are about to get a little bit messy. So you take care of Lord Duchug. Maybe fly up a little bit high, because I don't know what all this nasty gas is, but keep him away from that, because he's already not so great. If we don't make it out, just hide and get him out, and then maybe bring somebody back to come and help us. But now just go hide. He says, bzz, bzz. <laughs> uh, Now I do need you before too much more time passes to roll me a constitution save. 
Yeah, I realized as I mentioned the gas, it's like, shit, maybe you would have forgotten about that. But that is going to be a nat 20, so... Here we go. Yeah, no, you're good. Shifting into his uh, shifted state, not full rage yet, just into his hybrid state. Draw the axe, and as he approaches, we'll move up next to where Daria is. We don't know who this fella is, but Lord Duchug didn't seem entirely relieved to see him, so uh, we maybe keep that grip nice and tight on it. Pandora... So my giant constrictor stick, which I have just named Brambles, is sick. <laughs> um, has blind sight for ten feet. Um, does it sense anything different than a goblin within that goblin? No, uh, not within ten feet of it. Okay, so the goblin is a goblin as terms for the giant constrictor snake, anyways. Yeah, it definitely senses a goblin-sized thing there. Then I'm going to bonus action kind of send Brambles forward. Can I like have it go until it like finds somebody basically? So you want it to move up its speed and see if it runs into anybody? Yeah, uh, I want it to stop like um... uh, 10 feet away from anyone it senses. Yep. The snake begins pulling into the grayscale darkness provided by your friendly neighborhood cleric um, and disappearing down this long stone hallway. And it pulls up short and you hear hissing back down the hall and warning as if it's come into contact with somebody. How far away? It is about 35 feet away from you. All right, it's found... Something down there. I'm going to go up kind of beside the snake and then on the other side of where it sensed somebody, a five foot diameter sphere of fire is going to show up. I'm going to pinch it. It's hard for you guys to see what creatures are between the giant snake and the sphere of fire, but you do see as the snake weaves its way back and forth. You see the small forms of two creatures silhouetted against a halo of flame. Can I offer you anything else in this trying? A bonus action in this trying time? <laughs> yeah, it's some damage. Let's see. You chose to raise the last duration. Any creature that ends it turn within five feet must make a deck save. So it's nothing right now. Boo. Okay, cool. That's cool. I'll take it. So Daria, it is your turn, followed by Goblin. How far away are the figures? 40, 50 feet away at this point, because they're on the other side of the snake. Having been given permission now, uh, I think I'm going to sort of pick up Mr. Goblin by his collar <laughs> and just sort of slam him up against the wall. Easy, easy. What is it? I mean, it, it was big, and, and it had the beady little eyes, the, the head of a bat, and the body of a of a wolf, and it and it went ah woo. Can I insight check this little fuck? Yeah, I did forget to do that. <laughs> Pandora's got me suspicious of everybody. Sus and be sus. Oh, that's a natural twenty plus two. He's a piece of shit. So I get the sense that he's lying his ass off right now. Oh yeah, Hundo P. Cool. I'm gonna draw the wand. Oh Jesus! And I'm just gonna kind of put it under his chin, darling. You'd better start being honest with me, or this won't end in your favor. 
All right. Well, it is the goblin's turn. Nope, it's not going to be a goblin not. at the end of this turn. It's going to turn into a fucking Cthulhu or some shit. And its form begins to shift. And you see the exact description he gave you, the distended jaw with flesh that grows into pointed teeth, the long, a, a, a horrible excuse for a lupine body. I mean, you know what wolves are like. You've seen cool ones. This one isn't that. And it makes a multi-attack. First, snapping forward with its long jaws, uh, but not before, of course, Endo gets to do a little bit of a sacred flame. Well, I figure since you're just going to throw a bad guy right in our laps, I just need a little old deck save. Is a 13 enough? It's not. Yeah, baby. Flame it up. Flame me, oh, Hotman. Right, that's seven points of radiant damage. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> clunk, clunk. <laughs> Is that our new foghorn and lawn order? Apparently. Those are our two new sound effects. I should have said this before, but Pandora Pandora, and Daria, please make your constitution saves. Oh, I'm good. Yeah, thanks. No, that's okay. I'm, you know, I'm really <laughs> no, okay. No, no, you're not, though. Or maybe you will be. I don't know, but you should roll and find out. Oh, God, which dice do I roll? Let's try this, this. No, this buddy. 15. That's a 12, so I don't think it's going to be enough. Both of you have rolled enough. <gasps> the gas <sighs> undulates around you and you cough it out of your lungs, trying to take one last deep breath and master yourselves. You are in control, but you can't help but notice that Malachi, Mordecai, who could say? We'll go with Malachi today. <laughs> Malachi is backing away with Chad, away from the danger. And in our cinematic view of this story, we see the wisps of poison gas reflect in the dragonfly's eyes as they widen, watching this obscure his view of his newfound friends as they are lost in the poison mist. All good old Malachi Mordecai can do is wait. This bite that I just rolled, is a 14 enough to hit you? I feel like it is. It is my AC, so yes. 13 piercing damage. God damn. The hand that is still... The one that was pressing him against the wall, right? I, I would very much love to send some fire through that in a hellish rebuke. Gonna roll a save for this poor little guy. Oh, is a natural 20 good in this game or what? Get out of here. <laughs> well, but here's the thing. I'm actively holding on to you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's true. So I feel like you should roll with disadvantage. I hear that that is your feeling. I hear that that's your feeling. Uh, I don't think that that applies, though. I will take half damage, and I will love to do that for you. So half of 17. We'll call it a... Could have been an eight, but I'll give you nine. Thank you, benevolent overlord. All right, now hit me again. Well, before that happens, oh. because bearing oh. in mind that Brock is standing right next to Daria, as the flames course through, there is going to be an axe swing come down for his reaction because he's sentinel now. Oh, yeah. And so attacking somebody other than him gets the uh, reaction attack. Get that level up feet. Let's go. Bum, bum. Hey, guys, remember when we were talking about how non-optimized <laughs> our characters were? Choo-choo, motherfuckers. Oh, well. 
What a wild ride we've been on in the last two hours. LOLOL. A 19 to hit? Yeah, 19 to hit, I believe, will hit. Sentinel is so good. Man, it's th- those are the rules, and I accept them <laughs> in, in my heart. All right, so how, ma- how much damn damn was that? 10 points of slashing damage. God, all right. Well, okay. Um, <laughs> That's literally what it's for. He is going to make his second attack against you now, Brock. Come at me, bro. It, does a 22 hit? Yeah, it's going to do it. Dayama. I'm just enjoying this. This poor fucker's like, oh, I'm going to attack you. No, you get three separate attacks between the three of us against this shitty little former goblin. <laughs> all right, that's 10 damn damn for you, Brock. Am I still holding on to him at all? You know what? Let's go ahead and do a little... Why don't you roll athletics, and I'll see if I can outdo it. Oh, God. You sure it's not acrobatic? straight there's nothing else anything other than athletics that's a two you like have your hand on him but he has grown beyond uh his neck is thick with three c's is what i'm telling you so he's too thick for one hand ain't no such thing oh he's a grower crimes word jail now (laughs) jesus So he is now not grappled by you. Two-hand this big bad. Okay. Give it the old Western grip. You know what I mean? Just uh... God, I hate this. I love it here. (laughs) Chad and Mordecai fly away. The end. (laughs) Tell me about this ball of flame. If I end my turn next to it, I I take damn damn. Oh, yes, please. Well, I mean, I don't don't want to. I'm just asking you. I can't wait to kill innocent civilians. Because um, <laughs> I have no idea who these people are. You're using your fire to chase them down the hall towards you and yeah. not run away. Yeah. Uh, which is great. That's a great move. And they uh, are going to attempt to sidle their way beside the giant snake. And they are going to attack it from the side. The first one makes an attacky attack. Does a 17 hit your giant constrictor snake? It does, but I don't, it doesn't want to get hurt. It's a good boy. Brambles, my guy, it is your lucky day because I rolled like ass. Altogether, that is four damage. Okay, that's not bad. Let's see what the claws can do, baby. Oh, that's a natural one. Okay, so they just fall. The first one like falls over himself. The second one is going to roll with disadvantage on the first one as he's tripping. Um, and he rolls a nine on the first attack and then reaches out with his claws, and that's a two. It's fun. It's a fun time that I just had. Uh, You hear a bunch of snorting down the hall, and with the sight that Endo has granted you, you see these, like, sharp-toothed, pig-faced creatures Hmm. that look kind of like they have monkey bodies with matted white and gray fur. Endo, what do you want to do about it? Um, die, honestly. Uh, <laughs> so they are within about 40 feet of you at this point. So they're 40 feet away attacking a snake, and this this home skillet is up here with Daria and Brock, like 10 feet away from me, right? Yeah. <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> uh, Daria and Brock probably have this handled. I might help the snake out a little bit. I'm going to cast Spiritual Weapon down the hallway. Let's go. 
familiar to apparently everyone in this group, unbeknownst to me. The spiritual manifestation of my brother's weapon appears in the hallway uh, and is going to like stab down onto one of these pig monkeys. Remind me what it looks like. It's a kunai. There's like a short sort of handle. It's a it's a throwing weapon. It can also be used sort of as a dagger and it's got like an elongated triangular blade at one end um, and then like a small kind of handle and then usually like a loop or a ring at the end so you can like fling it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Anyway, that's what it looks like. And I'm gonna stab one of these little pig thingies. Monkey pigs. Man, monkey pig sounds a lot less uh, horrifying than than they're supposed to be, but go off, I guess. <laughs> uh, does a 16 hit? Yes, a 16 hits. Need a burrito. 11 points of force damage. This kunai stabs downward with a trail of like dusk-ridden starlight as it just almost eviscerates one of these things. And you hear, <laughs> which is my uh, impression of a, of a monkey pig. And we're going to move on. A dying monkey pig. As my action, I'm going to extend my hand forward and then kind of grasp something invisible and pull downward a little bit. And there's going to be this very loud, surprisingly kind of cacophonous sound of tinkling bells. And I'm gonna toll the dead, the one I just stabbed. Nice. That's a wisdom save, please. Wisdom save. God, there's no way. Oh no, that's a negative one modifier. Okay, cool. That's seven, which I'm assuming is bullshit. That's not gonna do it. Oh, yeah. I have to roll a d12 since it's missing hit points. Oh my god. Oh. That is five points of necrotic damage. Five points of necrotic damn damn just toll out from the ringing of these bells and you just make out the fact that the, the features of this fiend are being drawn back as if something is sucking the life out of it. Love it. Ah! Uh, that's the sound of a crow that just happens to be there. Uh, Brock, it's now your turn. Bonus action, you see the now familiar amber brown Earthen fury energy surround his his feet as he shifts into his form's a little different this time because this is the first time anyone's ever seen him stack his forms. He's already in his shifted form. You've never seen him raised on top of it. This time it's a lot more feral looking. <gasps> the the teeth are a little sharper, a little longer. The claws, well, normally in the rage form are, are for digging, they're viciously hooked. Damn. And most notably the fluffy badger tail that was previously used for defense, the fur at the end of it is now razor sharp. And he is going to lean back and just take another two-handed swing with the great axe at this damn thing. That is going to be a 20 to hit. Dirty 20. Oh yeah. Eight points of slashing damage. Is this a magical weapon? It is not. If you want to give me one of those as, as my poor little martial class, that would be great. <laughs> but no, it is not. No, no, I get you. I get you. I hear you. I hear you. You're in, you're in a giant mage tower. So like, you know, hold on to hope because anything could happen at any time. But you do notice that now that you've seen it twice, you're noticing that it is resisting your physical damage. But yeah. that <laughs> Daria's magical attack from 
as as much as it made the save, seem to be doing a lot more than what you're putting out there at present. That's quite all right. That just means I've got to hit it a lot. Okay, we're back around to Pandora. Pandora in a, a much more sort of like feral state, if you will, um, as things are going down, is going to just point a claw at the one that's actually here in our midst um, and just kind of say, that one. And uh, the giant constrictor snake is going to kind of like curl up and it's going to try to constrict th that one. So it's got to move down the hallway back towards you mm -hmm. in order to do that. As it moves, it's going to take attacks of opportunity from the two pig monkeys, aka Dretch, if you're nasty. Does a 20 hit, not a natural yes. 20. All right, so it takes three from the first one and from the second one. Does a natural one hit? No, it doesn't. Nope. Man, these guys are just falling over each other in this hallway. Uh, all right, now you can make an attack. Uh, a 15 hit. A 15, unfortunately, does not hit. So the snake strikes out, trying to wrap it up with its tail and just slams against the wall as it sort of slips away. The little guys are running away from the sphere, Yeah, right? so they are moving down the hall towards where all of you are standing. So you can now use the sphere to slam it into the back of them if you want. Yes, um, we're going to do that. So we're going to bring it and just slam them into the closest creature. So if you want to make a saving throw, that would be great. I rolled a two. There's no way. Okay. Wonderful. Add whatever you want to it because, yeah, it's all <laughs> terrible. So that's going to be eight points of fire damage. The small sun that is chasing these dretch through this hallway approaches and consumes the one that is not quite as fast as his fellows. The survivors look back and screams about a thousand profanities in Infernal, which of course, Daria, you can understand perfectly as motherfucker, fuck, 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 or some such. Insert your favorite infernal swears here. So you've mentally commanded your snake. You've bonus action sun engulf. <laughs> and now it is time for your action. Yeah, so I'm going to back out. So I want to make sure that I'm no, I'm far enough away from the guy who's engaged. There's a lot of, there's the snake. There's, there's a lot of stuff moving factors over here. So I'm just going to kind of back out further as I just kind of from the air kind of coalesce some of the, the humidity, the dampness into a shard of ice. And I'm going to ice knife and fling it at big boy. Now keep in mind that ice knife is going to then potentially explode out and hit the people that you that you like. Just just kidding, guys. I don't want to hit y'all. Never mind. <laughs> I didn't realize. Sorry. <laughs> I throw it against the wall. It shatters into a million pieces. Okay. Just kidding. We're going to produce flame. That's cool. That's good. We'll do that. Okay. Yeah. Can't tell what I've rolled. No, because it's a 10. Okay. A 10 does not hit, unfortunately. Sorry. Daria. Daria is going to sort of bend backwards towards Brack and just scritch right underneath his chin while he snarls. Brock's foot just starts kicking involuntarily. Combat is hot. Like <laughs> <laughs> Sexy combat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to Daria it is. She says, 
good boy. And then she lowers the wand that she had in her hand, sort of jabs it into this creature's midsection, and I'm gonna cast Magic Missile at fifth level. Jesus Christ. <laughs> just do it. Just, you, you, you hit, because it's a magic missile, so. One, two, three. Excellent. So that's 16 points. Point blank. This gun wand just begins pulverizing the side of this thing. Like it makes a sad puppy noise as you just blast away fur and flesh. And it's not dead yet? No, no. Sorry, it's not. Oh, well, hold on then. So that's your action. Bonus action, anything? I stare menacingly at it. <laughs> it grins and it bites. It do a bite. It do a bite? Uh, God, I can't roll for fucking shit. It's fine. I rolled a nine. Let's roll the, the claw attack. Okay, does a 14 hit you? I think it does. Yes, it does, you asshole. Wow, rude. Okay, cool. I rolled five damage. Hey, Brock, remember when you were like, give Daria this magic missile so she stays farther away from the combat? Do you remember that? <laughs> Didn't work. <laughs> well, since you attacked Daria, that would be another reaction sentinel from Brock. Uh, does a 12 hit? A 12 doesn't hit. I'm so sorry. What? but I celebrate you. Chad and Malachi, you can only assume, are still waiting behind you for an opening. They seem to be hiding as they were instructed, but every so often you hear as you can only assume the dragonfly is looking for an opening to try to surge forward and through the hall, but this opening never comes. The group of Dretch slam into you, Brock, as they run in terror from Pandora's small son in hot pursuit. Uh, this one rolled a nine to hit, which I'm assuming is ass. Nope. Um, cool. This one rolled a 12 to hit. 12 will not hit, thanks to the shifting. And claws. Come on, baby. 19 to hit. That will do it, yes. I did it. Me. Five damn damn for you from the claws. What type of damage? Slashing damage. Endo, it is your turn. So they have now run away from where my spiritual weapon is. Yep. You can move it down the hall to be with them again, though. You could... Yeah, I'll just bring it up the hallway to join the party. Uh, and I'm going to try and stab the one that I've already stabbed. Okay. A 17 to hit. Hits. Oh, that is 11 points of force damage. You stab into the back of this thing and it finally is like, thank you in Infernal <laughs> because it's just so very sad. I don't speak Infernal, so it just, whatever that sound is. It's just <laughs> uh, And uh, that, that sounds pretty uh -oh. final. There's still another one up. I'm gonna point towards the monkey pig, pig monkey, and I am going to lock eyes with it. And then I'm going to point to the larger creature, the bat wolf thing. Uh, and I'm going to cast command as I say, betray. <gasps> Rude. I rolled I rolled a, uh, a six, which I'm assuming is not good enough. That's gonna fail. On its next turn, it will have to spend its turn betraying. What a good command. I just, that's awesome. 
Well done. I might actually, since I'm already out of the fray, I might just scooch on back, you know, just like, scare, 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 <laughs> just get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so I'll back up like 10 more feet. Join me. I'm, it's, I'm chilling back here. Yeah. Waving the mist out of your face, you both of you sort of back up into that area where Malachi had been waiting. And if a dragonfly could smile, he does. And he gives you a, an appreciative zzz. I guess. I want Mordecai said. Rock. So there's now two things left on me. There's the thing that's... There is the big one that is facing off against you and Daria, and then there is a single dretch left beside you as well that was attempting to attack you. We got the uh, the pig monkey, so uh, let's take this pinky and try to see its brain. Ew. Like, fucking gross, dude. And we'll just double hand axe at the, uh, the, the pig monkey. And you know what? I'm going to go ahead and make this reckless too. Okay. It's probably a good thing I did because that's a four and a 19. So 24 to hit. Yeah, that'll do. That'll hit. So 14 points of slashing damage. You do notice that this seems to work a lot better than your attacks on the other enemy. Much better. All right. Uh, anything else on your turn? Uh, don't really have shit relevant as a bonus action. So that will be it. We are back around to Pandora. If I bring the flaming spear further, can I avoid Brock? Yes, but you can't avoid your snake. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, let's start with the snake. Let's see what happens first with the snake. Snake is going to try one more time to... Constrict the dretch? Uh, Big boy. Big boy, okay. Not Now when I roll a two on the thing, it, I won't. No. Um, that's unfortunate. Yeah, it's tough because... You are absolutely turning the tide of battle. You've drawn your enemy towards you and you've tried to create a little bit of distance to give yourself room to breathe, but there's only so much hallway behind you and you're all a bit on top of each other. So what else would you like to try to get in with your turn? Would I be able to, with my bonus action, to slam the sphere into the fray, into... Maybe the last stretch and then drop it like it's hot afterwards. Yeah, and then dismiss the spell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Saving throw from you. A deck save. Okay. I rolled uh, an 18. Well, yeah, that'll do it. But you still get half damage, which is lovely. Four. Oh, there we go. So it's a nine total. So half of that. Five. However, it's halved again because this guy, now that he's up close, you notice that he is resistant to fire damage. Okay. I should have clarified. The the thing can go for the last stretch. Yep. I'm talking about the dretches. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Sorry. Lots of ambiguous he's going sorry, on. Sorry, sorry. We'll say dretch B. And dretch A is dead. Go. Dretch B, still up, but not very much. What, what do you call the big guy? The big one is Bargast. Can I, instead to... I'm still going to call him big boy. Extend my hands and just kind of poison spray him in the face. You may attempt to do that. Yeah, can you make me a con save? I'm just going to spray poison all up in his face. All right. Uh, I rolled a five. Oh, well, that's good. Is it resistant to poison too? (laughs) Unfortunately, you find as the poison springs forth from your outstretched fingers it lands on him and his slavering tongue just licks it up. He is immune to poison damage. That son of a bitch. Of course. Of course, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Sorry. (laughs) 
Endo's uh, spiritual weapon came flying closer again, right? Mm-hmm. So can Pandora's eyes kind of like land on it? When she sees the weapon and she kind of connects it to you, there's this moment where she kind of looks at you with confusion as she kind of thinks back and then she looks back at you. What did you say your brother's name is again? I don't think Endo answers. I think there's too much happening, but my eyes again, like the same absolute eerie alien stillness of uh, an Eladrin, but the silvery eyes like dart sharply in your direction. Discerning, but I don't respond yet. Okay. I love that because the two of you are kind of backing up down this hallway together. So there's like this breathless kind of mid-battle exchange. Uh, but now it is Daria's turn. Take the floor, Daria. So I think I have I have the, the blood still smeared on one of my palms. And I'm just going to kind of put a hand out to sort of steady myself against this creature, which seems sort of counterintuitive. But I'm going to use that contact to go ahead and curse it. As, as my bonus action. And then when I used my my wand before, did it create a wound at all? Uh, this creature is wounded. It's blasted out wound in the side from your ridiculous amount of magic missiles that you fucking point blanked into his flank. Swiss cheese holes. Yes, he's wounded. God. Well, it's about to get worse. Uh-oh. I'm just going to kind of look up at this hideous creature. First of all, rude. Give it a smile. I'm going to shove the wand into the wound that I made. Thari's uh, just doing an appendectomy at this. Uh, this God, so. it's so terrible. <laughs> yeah, and then gnarly. use magic missile at second level. <laughs> all right. I'm trying to make it all the way through, like, like a Tootsie Pop. <laughs> Bargus... We hardly knew you. A really evil Tootsie Pop. Blech. I hate it. I hate it so much. 12 points of magical force damage. Oh, yeah. It's very dead. So describe your kill, but not too much inside. Don't tell me where the missiles went inside the body. Just describe. <laughs> God, end it. From a, an observer's perspective, because, uh, you know, Endo's right, there is so much going on right now. When Daria sets off the wand again, you kind of hear this pew, pew, pew. There's almost like a flash of illumination inside this thing's abdomen. And then you just see its bottom half sort of start sliding down to the ground. And she releases her hand and the top half of this creature slumps down on top of it the fetid skin, like you basically shoot through its spine and it just slices it in two. And the top part is now just like dead weight in your hands and you just drop it on the ground as if you were holding it up that entire time. And then I'll just sort of like pop my collar for just a moment and straighten my spine and turn to whatever else is going on. Bargast is dead. He can't do shit. Mordecai sees this chance and the- Get it, Mordecai. Uh, <laughs> the small orb of flame has dissipated and now there is this opening. This final dretch sees you all and snorts with horror and begins to try to run away. But I, I have a feeling that Brock and Daria, who are up front, will have something to say about that. I'm a snake. 
Oh, and a snake. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Gosh, how could you do Bramble that way? I'm sorry, Bramble. Bramble just is the hallway to me, honestly. Yeah, so. fair. Very fair. Uh, probably a no for me. That was going to get 10 to hit. No, that so he slides out from you. Dario, what do you got? Yeah, um, not going to hit with a seven. Wow, I did it. Can can Bramble do it? Can Bramble end this misery? Come on, Bramble. Come on, sneak a snack. Uh, it, uh, 12. That hits. Stop. <laughs> this thing scrambles up against the wall, like almost like putty, just trying to get, he's just outside of every single attack you guys flail in his direction. And the dretch is just about to start running down the hallway. And he thinks for a brief second that he's home free because he's past five feet, but my snake has a 10 foot reach. And so at the very last second, it was just like, as it just snaps with its, uh, with its bite attack. He bites down on the head, and for the second time in this hallway, the bottom half of a body slumps <laughs> and slams into the ground. In the silence that follows, you all are curious, what exactly has happened here at the Court of Influence? You've fought shadows before. You've seen the remains of a failed cult. And now, Daria, hearing these infernal words, you realize you've been battling fiends. All of these interplanar beings are finding their way here to your home in the Feywild. You hear the sound of arcane combat in the distance. You begin carefully making your way down this hall, led by Bramble, who peeks their long head around the corner into the atrium, this center of the Court of Influence. The hallway opens up into a large room filled with blue light. Your eyes are immediately drawn upward. Hundreds of feet of smooth architecture carved into the inside of this gargantuan tree. Rows and rows of spiraling balconies up and up and up. You can imagine how many books, how many lost pieces of knowledge, how many classrooms, dormitories, laboratories. Pandora, it seems like just yesterday you were standing here and marveling at the first beautiful thing that Nevain showed you in the Feywild. But you can already sense that the order here is fallen into disarray. There are these platforms, these discs that used to float from level to level of the library, and you notice some of them sparking, fizzling with their arcane power as they hang trying to keep themselves aloft and failing, one of them even clattering to the floor nearby, barely missing you all as you stick your heads into the atrium. Many of the blue flame torches that you would normally see in the alcoves on each balcony level are out. About halfway up the tree, you see smoke filtering through the slats in the balcony into the atrium. And hundreds of feet above you, you can just make out the interlocking runic circles in glowing blue, pulsing with energy. 
you know this immediately as the center of this court, its own version of a grove. Even from here, the stained glass ceiling is huge. You also make out the half-oval uh, platform at the very top of the tree right underneath the ceiling where the Council of High Mages meets. There's some sort of explosion up a few levels from the top. You listen carefully. You can hear the screams of people running down hallways, fighting with their back against the wall. Just moments ago, these people had no hope. But now, well, there's you. Hello, hello, fabulous listeners. Normally, I stop in in the middle of the show uh, for the break, but we were in the middle of combat, and there just didn't seem to be a good spot that wouldn't break the flow. So if you stuck around all the way to the end, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us, and a special thanks to our patrons, because the Heartsinger Games patrons are the ones we have to thank for being able to make this show. We couldn't do it without you. Check out our website, hearthsingertales.com, to learn more about us and our cast. You can even send us feedback through the form there. And of course, if you are enjoying the show, please give us a rating and review on whatever platform is your platform of podcasting choice. Now get out of here, you scamps, and I'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>